Hey, hey, I've got an idea. Let's make the worst beatbox band ever. It's called an industrial organic. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> well, it, may, it is now, right? Or did you not start it? It's, it's no. real. Everything's Are we real. Recording? Everything's <laughs> real. Everything's real. Keep it going. Everything's real. Everything's real. Everything's real. Everything's real. Everything's real. Everything's real. That was nice, actually. We could do that for a couple hours. Let's least. do that. That could be the end. Like, we're going we, we to talk about this play, but instead we're just going to chant mantras <laughs> for an hour in harmony, mantras. which is not a bad idea. I think I would also click on that. Yeah. Have you ever been <laughs> to sure. a mantras truck show? It's like a monster truck show. But instead, it's a lot of people yelling. Mantras if you're gonna make until they crash, if you're gonna make us not laugh, say it into the microphone. Oh, <laughs> dun, 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 live, laugh, love. I've dun, got dun, a lot dun, of dun, 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 live, laugh, love. This Sunday. This Sunday. 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 Live you your two best can praise the sun. Live your Kids best life. Kids' mantra is only two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An extreme meditation experience. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready to get fucking woke. <laughs> this is a convention that, if marketed correctly, would whip the blue collar Michiganders into such oh, a confused frenzy. Great. They'd want to be a part of it. It wouldn't feel right, though. It wouldn't feel right. For it's all about you know what we would need. We would need, need like we would need um, like actual monster trucks with yeah. like. Um, with like Gandhi painted on the side. With Gandhi painted on the side, <laughs> yeah, and like wave pools with chanting people, but the chanting people used to be country singers. Wave like pool they crossed over. <laughs> wave pool mosh pits, or like, or like waiting slow pool. motion wave. But pool. you're like in, you're just in still slow water. Slow motion yeah. mosh pit because mosh you can't. Pit. You can't have like t-shirt cannons, but instead of shooting t-shirts, they shoot out like sutras. <laughs> yeah. You know what you can buy there? You can buy a poultice for your chakra. Oh. You can. Chakra poultices. Just the one, just the one chakra? No, any chakra. I would <laughs> no, basically I would we've basically got, we've all got one. ask you a series of questions about your chakras. No. And then uh, based on my, you know, diagnosis and my general sense after we hold hands and stare at each other for a few minutes, uh, then I would assign the proper poultice. I would, I want, I would probably have I to would, mix it up on the spot. I want and to then do that. they have like big foam fingers have, where they're doing the the hand thing. Yeah, yeah, with those the are there yeah. for sure. No, but they have like ohm on it. Yeah, like just, they're it's like a, it says ohm. okay. Yeah. So are we gonna start or have we started? <laughs> oh, oh right. okay, okay. Let's play that song. Let's play that song. We might just leave all this in. Yeah, yeah we can heart. play that song. This is the beginning. This is the beginning. This is the beginning.
Oh, that was a super groovy, perfect song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved that. Good call. I love that. Good call. Hey, here we are. We're on Reeds and Weeds at Fundamental Sound Co. Got a whole fun crew here on a Sunday night, Rando. And uh, Nathan Corliss is back. Everybody here for Hello. Nathan Corliss. Nathan uh, Did you guys get to see Nathan Corliss in 50 First Jokes? No. They didn't come. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know who did? They saw you. They busy. saw you. You know who else saw me? Who? Two of my high school students. <laughs> really? Yeah. They did. <laughs> they did. Did they? Did they think you were cool? They actually did. They thought I was great. I didn't. I didn't tell. My jokes were not inappropriate. That's true. So yeah, they were very smart. They were very smart. Well, thank I was you. cracking up. Thank like, you. It's good. like my That's face great. is sore during that whole show. But you get up and I was like, oh my god, it's Nathan. <laughs> he must be nervous <laughs> as shit because before you weren't at all. I mean, I was, but right. I that fed so well into my character that I was right. I felt well, great. earlier I was like, so this is like what the second time you've done this? Is like three hundred seventy people out there. I'm like, well. Way to go, buddy. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it was awesome. It was Thank so you. weird. Everybody was like giggling nervously, like, oh my God. <laughs> you just immediately, do you remember his, he like created this character where it's like, I'm afraid to talk to people and I'm, what if I talk too fast? It was hilarious. I, I immediately started with like, hey, how was everybody doing? Okay, so I always worry about this. <laughs> it was fun. Super fun. And Matt and I. Delisle. Oh, Delisle. I was going to say Squink, but like. Squinky. It was Squinky at some out. point. Right? Yeah. yeah, I thought mm-hmm. so. I was trying to remember that the other night, and I was way off. It was like squishy. No, that's not right. Clink. Yeah. It was a combination. I'm not squishy <laughs> nor clink um, as, as a nomenclature or, or just in, in point of fact. <laughs> so I know, I know, yeah. uh, I know Matt and Nathan because I recruited them to be in my improv troupe a few years ago and then I realized they were lifelong friends and I've gotten to see them perform together a whole bunch and uh, it's been a blast and they're both uh, very active performative (laughs) right? We've done some stuff We've done done some stuff You know what we've done together? Dog sees God. Dog sees God. Oh my God. Do you know what? If there, if you guys feel like it, I mean, I don't know how much the show you can remember, but it was a few years ago. I know, but you could just like do a bunch of scenes from it. Oh my God. Yeah. We were in the show. Yeah. Yeah. We probably remember all the lines. Really? And other characters have. Oh my God. We have an exactly 12 year recall. Oh wow. That's great. 12 years. 10 years. That's so impressive. That's why I could never take theater seriously because I only go up to like three or four years. Recall. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. So, and Robin is here. First timer. First timer. Her and Squank. So, and uh, Robin and I are married. <laughs> yes, I'm Nathan's wife. And, and I, they're she did not see him in 50 first jokes. I told, I told you you didn't have to. I was at work. <laughs> oh, that at too. The beginning of it. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It'll happen again. Just kidding. It's a live show. <laughs> <laughs> but I can send you the video and you should watch it because it's awesome. But um, tell us about yourself. About myself? Yeah. Just a uh, little something fascinating. <laughs> oh, dear. What is fascinating about me? You love war and peace. She Genuinely. loves war and peace. That Genuinely. Is, that is true. Like I love, love? Love, love. <laughs> like, 
Like Nathan should probably be jealous. Yes. I should probably read it if I'm going to be your husband. (laughs) (laughs) I should probably read it. I'm surprised you didn't put that in your vows. I feel like this is, I feel like this is, we've said this on the show before, but what is a fascinating thing about Nathan and Robin is they've designed and run escape rooms, which blows my mind (laughs) because I've been to them and I was baffled mm. by the whole experience and you guys designed them and I just don't understand. Like I remember one day you were just hashing it all out. Like the, then this will happen, then this will happen. And I had no idea like where, what is that skill set? How did you guys happen upon like we are the couple that knows how to do escape rooms? Nathan is just naturally amazing at creating puzzles. Yeah. Um, it's just the way that he thinks about the world. Oh, and yeah, he'll come up with these very detailed puzzles. And what I like to do is the designing of it and making it an immersive experience. And you're very good at making things aesthetically pleasing in small scale, large scale ways. Yes. Very good with details. I'm a decorator and a stickler for historical accuracy. We did a, we did a, what? I don't know what. Century, <laughs> the ghost, the ghost one. <laughs> when when did that one take place? Eighteen ninety something. Yeah, I believe that was eighteen ninety six. And we had a ghost in the Whitney Mansion. We got the. Oh Whitney my Mansion. gosh! Really? It. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. And we had this multi-part escape room about solving a mystery of a murder that happened in eighteen ninety. Oh, that's so. I remember this being advertised, and I couldn't go. Ah, yeah. oh. well, it was. Expensive. And did people? people. It was for rich people. (laughs) It's okay. Hey, you know what? They like to party. They They ought to be able to party in the Whitney every time. Yeah, we really had to dumb down some of the puzzles eventually because (laughs) rich people are dumb. Oh no, no, because they were drinking. That's what I meant to say. Oh (laughs) my gosh! One of them set themselves on fire with a candle. (laughs) They thought the clue was in the candle, even when they were told that it wasn't. Which part of the candle? The flame. The flame. <laughs> what do you mean, which part of the there candle? There are more than one parts to There's the candle. There's only one part was that one sets one? you on fire. The I, fire part. I know. I was just wondering candle. if it was a thing where they were like, let's get to the wax of it, and then like hair drips down and well, gets into the de- fire. Well, there's a lot of ways that like something sconce. stupid no, no, could like, be done. I wanted to know if they were like grabbing at the fire and like no, trying no, to peel like, it apart. You had to put your hand into it to touch the flames. They're like, oh, there's something in this like sconce, and they put their hand in it. So they thought to go all the way into the fire, and they're like, they hid the clue in there where it's hot. Yeah, sure. and they sure. didn't think we he had attended. the balls you know to come, but we do. You know like, what? There isn't anything in there, and they Those were like, people, "I don't believe you." I don't think that's real fire. They're attracted to danger. It's they're right. attracted uh. to danger. Uh. I'm attracted to and the we flame. Don't, we don't reward that danger as puzzle zone. designers. So. <laughs> right? They're on the highway to the danger zone. In a Maserati <laughs> with a car phone. <laughs> the car phone. Let's go to the Whitney, darlings. <laughs> We're living on the edge. Don't set yourself brunch. on fire like last time. I wonder why they talk that way in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so uh, obviously we all like to play together. So I hope we can get sort of train, train. So here's what Nathan just reminded me of. You guys, 
newcomers, if things get really off track, and it's hard to tell because we keep it within like the universe of the show. <laughs> it's just a different country. But if we if we're like, hey, we're reading a play, and then all of a sudden somebody's like doing a backbend over here, and somebody's talking about chili recipes, you know, then someone needs to go choo choo, which means the train uh, the train is derailed. The like most train, yeah. yeah, and it's a fun thing it. to do. The it is genuinely is my, said. The chugga chugga is my addition. <laughs> so you're not a fan of the choo choo. You're not a fan of the choo choo. No, no, the choo choo. No, no, no. The, the choo choo is fun, but it's good to have a little build up. It's good to have a little build up. You like the chugga chugga? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just wonder how much that affects like the way you eat. <laughs> You chug a chugga before you choo choo because I, I feel like when you eat, you should do it in the reverse order. You no, should no, no. choo choo before you chug a chugga. And I don't, it's not a sip. I have to chug something before I chew once. Right, right. So it's right. all about the drinking, then the chewing, and then after that, chugga, the train's on track. Count with me. Chugga, 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 chew, chew. So that's four chugs before I chew twice. Right, right, right. It sounds messy. Like if you were going to try it around me, I'd put plastic down. Sounds I'm like just saying, plan. like a good idea. I wouldn't even watch, but I would, <laughs> so listen. Many at I would listen. At our house, it's an auditory high. All of us, it's an auditory high. Um, okay, so I'm um, so glad we're all together finally doing this. Uh, when I first started this, like a year and a half ago or so, one of the things I wanted to do fiction, I wanted to do nonfiction, I wanted to do short stories and old stuff and new stuff and controversial stuff and easy stuff. And one of the things that's taken me a long time to do is read a script. And um, I wanted my friends to be, you know, reading some of their favorite scripts on here. And the dream is coming true. Um, We're not going to do like a full on audio drama where we read the entire play. Although I am open for that. I am open for that. So yeah, it's pretty short. So we can do some of it. And, um, I'm going to let, because I told this to Nathan one night when we were doing a different show with Scott Mooney, and I said, "What think, think of something and who might do it and why you want to do it. So tell me why you chose this and about doing it before and all that. Well, um, I wanted Matt to be on the show with me, and he and I were in the show together, so that's one reason. I'm giving a thumbs up right now. <clears throat> and I just thought, like, what's something that the the listenership of Reeds and Weeds would easily be accessible. Because, you know, if you're not like a theater person. (laughs) Um, Which is how we all say it. That's how they, in public, when they walk around, they're like, are you a theater (laughs) person? Thank you for emoting. I wouldn't have understood And that's code for, like, you're one of us. You go, yes, (laughs) I am a theater person. It's that South Park uh, crowd people. Specifically, like, uh, how many years ago and what was the circumstance? Ten years ago. Ten years ago you guys did this? Ten years ago. Actually, 11, I think. And where? Where were you? I think I was 19. We this was at the Barefoot Productions Theater in Plymouth. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Which is where it was before it moved to Livonia, mm-hmm, which is where mm-hmm. it currently stands. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the, that was my and Matt's time was the Plymouth times. Mm-hmm, Livonia times mm-hmm. we haven't really been involved, yeah. but right. Yeah. And so you were involved in that community mm-hmm. theater, and Heavily. were you a director or so. just you were a? So Dog Sees God was one that the artistic director Craig Hain, um offered to let me assistant direct, mm-hmm. and then as we were doing the casting process, he was like, "You should play Linus," uh, and so I did both. Oh, okay. So cool, we co-directed, cool. and and basically, I I helped direct the scenes that I wasn't in, and I did not direct the scenes that I was in. 
Because that's, I don't want to be like a Zach Braff, you know? Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, we're calling you fuck out, Yeah, Zach, Zach Braff. Braff. I know your star is meteoric right now, but we're bringing you down a notch, <laughs> Zach Come Braff. On, first, first people to criticize Zach. I mean, we got to tell it like it is, you know, Zach Braff. Listen, a lot of people have been just sitting time. in the background. <laughs> a little too big for his britches these days, that Zach Braff. <laughs> Okay, sorry, sorry. We're not we're we not chugging no, yet. No, no. We're not chugging yet. Here's no. here's what I last um, you know, last time it was Ryan Seacrest and that we got, I know, we got I know. Into this. Yeah, let's pick it let's let's pick like a like a totally benign star <laughs> each show and just decide tear to, him down. And just tear him down. And then and then send him like a basket of muffins <laughs> yeah, and say yeah. I'm sorry. Um they'll be like, Who is this? Who cares? Um so let me just explain how I, you're like, here it is. And then you didn't tell me anything about it. So I just read oh. the script. Oh. I didn't realize I hadn't explained And the I was like, oh, I'm not sure what is happening here. And so then I looked up the author. Yeah. Then I looked up a couple of reviews and I'm like, oh my God. Because if you just read it, you're like, okay, it's just a bunch of sort of fucked up teenagers <laughs> having this weird experience together. And, uh... Okay, um, I guess it's triggered by some kid losing his dog. Like, you're just not, like, I'm not picturing any oh. staging or anything. <laughs> yeah. And then I look up, and uh, so, listener, if you have never heard of Dog Meets God, if you imagine the Peanuts characters, um, you, Linus and Lucy and Charlie Brown and Snoopy, and if they were in their teens now... Right, Not but Snoopy there. is the trigger of the, the yep. whole thing. So, um, so they you know they've grown up and they're teenagers now and they've been through some shit, and uh, and the, and then they have this very real experience. A lot of things happen, and it's pretty funny and dark. Wouldn't you say it's funny and dark? Definitely both of those things. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're starting. So, do you, do. You, let me ask you this, just because when I'm reading, I couldn't tell. I, I just it wasn't in my mind. But when you stage it, is it very like you're wearing the costumes, and what is it like? Um, the person who played Charlie Brown wore a, I believe, a yellow and black striped shirt, not a yellow shirt with a black zigzag, but like reminiscent of you know right. the thing. Mm -hmm. um, the scene <laughs> with Linus, my character, um, smoking pot. He's sitting on a brick wall, much like the red the red brick wall that Linus oh, yeah. and Charlie talk. On yeah, all yeah, the time. yeah. And um, <clears throat> there's a scene, uh, the scene where Andrew WK's "Party Hard" was playing. Yeah, uh, courtesy of Matt Delisle's soundtrack. <coughs> um, in that scene, everyone was dancing all like the you know yeah the the Charlie Brown dances that everyone did in. Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. I have two moves. I can do them for five. I move minutes. my body in this way and uh -huh, this way, and uh -huh. then I do that this for one. about yeah, with for the about feet. Two yeah, two and a half minutes. Yeah. Hands out, head left, right, head left, right. Head yep, left, right, yep, yeah. yep. So, um, and I mean, everyone, like all of the marketing was like, "This is the Peanuts characters." That's right. what you're coming to see. Yeah. I, I'm sorry for not. I didn't realize I didn't it's tell okay. you. It's okay. It's okay. It was. It made it totally fascinating when yeah. when my mind revealed. You know, because I was nice. like, oh, 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 I get it, I get it, I get it. I get what's yeah. happening here, cool. right? And it's because I went and like matched people up. You know, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, so that's Schroeder. Yeah. Oh, all right, Charlie's. Brown's little sister was Sally and she yeah. had a crush on, so you know, like the reason peeling all that back and going yeah. like, oh, I get it now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to mention the, the, the Dwight Schultz thing. 
So yeah. <laughs> I find it funny that you said Dwight Schultz. Charles Schultz is the author. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Dwight Schultz played Reginald Barkley on Star Trek The Next Generation. And he also made the Peanuts comic vicariously but the fact through that the other know, Schultz. The fact that that's the name Schultz. that you go to is yeah. so, it's why I love you. We've known each other for Wait, a long time. And Dwight it's clear. Schultz? Dwight yeah. Schultz played Barkley on Star Trek. And that's totally deep wrong. Star Peanuts. Trek knowledge, by the way, guys. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. It's so deep that I didn't even realize what I was doing. <laughs> so Charles Schultz. Charles, Charles, Sh- Charles Schultz uh, didn't give the rights uh, oh. to like the Peanuts characters to the playwright, which is why everything is like only heavily alluded to, but not very specific. So they never like right. mention Snoopy by name, and everybody's right. got like different names than their yeah. actual characters. Charlie yeah. Brown is called CB. Right. Uh, Peppermint Patty is Bait- Trisha. Is because <coughs> yeah. Patricia could Patricia. be Patricia yeah. or Trisha. Exactly. And uh, uh, Beethoven is Schroeder. 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 Right. by Beethoven now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Marcy is Marcy, but it's spelled with a, an, a Y instead of an I. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. Other than that. That's, that's the weakest one. Yeah. It's just yeah. Like, what can we do with Marcy? Pigpen is Matt. That's the That's the one that I didn't get. Yeah, Pigpen is Matt. Pigpen is a is a pretty major character in this one, which is he's like maybe he's like dirty like a floor mat. <laughs> I take offense to that as a mat with one T. I'm very clean. Matt I'm just Lyle trying to find the ju- I'm just trying to find the jump between dirty yeah. and, and right? Matt. Yeah, Pigpen yeah, and Matt. I, I, that that makes sense. Right. Well, I mean, it, and it is true that Pigpen was, I think, the only character who didn't go by their actual birth name in the cartoon, so they can just pick whatever name they want for his sure, like, real sure. name. That's a pretty common name, too. Pigpin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I shortened Pigpin. Uh, everybody in the fourth grade is oh, named Pigpin. Yeah. I'm sick of all these other boys named Pigpen. I'll never stand out. Mom! Pigpen J and Pigpen W <laughs> and Pigpen You know how many Pigpen Smiths there are? Uh, My yeah, God. yeah. Okay, so... Um, this uh, this scene is set where there's a boy and he's sad because his dog died, and his friends have mixed sort of reactions to sort of comforting him, and he's going through some things, and uh, and so what do you guys want to do? Set up a scene for me. So okay, Super so the, the first half <laughs> of the show is uh, Charlie Brown, whose alias is CB, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, CB going around to all of the characters that we know and love, asking them, what do you think happens when you die? That's just sort of the the beginning of each scene is CB wants to talk to this friend about what they think what happens when you die. CB wants to talk to this friend, and then they introduce all the characters. The last person he talks to is Schroeder, who's uh, AKA'd as Beethoven. And that scene ends with them kissing. What? <laughs> it's set up in the beginning that Beethoven is gay and everyone makes fun of him for it because it's a 2008 or whatever. And um, and it's not, it, like, there's no indication that anyone else is gay, but then when CB is hanging out with him, they have a, and I think it will will do part of that scene, just like the second yeah, half of yeah. it. Yeah, um, so let's sort of just go through like a loose walkthrough of the whole show. So the first scene. Are you gonna Are you gonna what? do a scene? Do Why don't you do a scene first? Okay. Can you do a yeah, scene? Yeah. What scene do you? Scene. I was what gonna do, do scene two after <gasps> explaining scene one. Oh, so explain scene one. And yeah. yeah. Go for it. Okay. 
So scene one is just uh, a monologue by CB writing to his pen pal. Um, his pen pal was also a recurring thing in the comics. <clears throat> so I don't want to read the whole thing, but here are some key lines. My dog died. I don't know if you remember, but I had a beagle. He was a good dog. I had him as far back as I could remember, but one day, uh, et cetera, et cetera, he was, he basically had rabies. Um, and then it says, my dog, uh, there was a little yellow bird that had always been around. My dog and the bird used to play together in a strange way. It was like they're almost (laughs) best friends. Um, the bird had been ripped apart by my dog. Yeah. <gasps> so this is That's the dark happened. opening oh, of... Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you didn't remember this. No, okay. no, I totally forgot I the forgot Woodstock, got, Woodstock got mauled. The show opens ah, with... Snoopy. Snoopy got rabies and killed Woodstock, and then Whoa. they put him down. That's the beginning of the show. No, Snoopy. <laughs> yeah. Childhood's <I'm> ruined. Illusion shattering. That's what they go for at the very beginning. And this monologue ends with, when my dog died, that's when the rain cloud came back and everything went to hell. There was also a thing in the the comics where there was like a single rain cloud that would follow Charlie Brown and only Charlie Brown around because he's sad sack Charlie Brown. He was was a little blue. Yeah, Yeah, he was. And he's depressed in this show. Um, And it's real now because it's high school. not a very happy comic strip. Certainly Charlie (laughs) Brown is not. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's probably like you didn't see, you didn't understand. Like yeah. when you're a little, like if we were to go back right now and read Charlie Brown or whatever, it's being written by a grown up, obviously. So, uh, do, do you guys, we can talk. You guys can just talk to each other. Oh, I wasn't sure which one. I thought scene two was a different scene. So I was like, is this the one you're reading? I don't want to like hold the oh, script because okay. we only have the two scripts. So I gave him that oh, script. Oh, you can use my script. I think there's only there's, like two characters, there's only two characters. Oh, okay, so okay. We were, I was right, doing it, right. and I made a whole thing where I made Robin okay, give me so the script because I thought we were doing a different thing, and so okay, I was got you. Trying to apologize so for that, but problem for solved. Yes. So, so one of these characters is is me. Yes. Okay, and just for the record, I am reading this for the first time. <laughs> this is a cold read. Okay, great. <laughs> cold read. So uh, this is the this is the scene that has Master Sai as the. Uh, the soundtrack. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you wanna, should we play that? To play in the background. Yeah. In the background. Yeah. Oh, cool. Most of the scene said. Oh my god, this is cool. This is make me happy. Okay. Okay. Do you want to read the uh, the stage directions? Shirley? Is that CB and his sister? <laughs> yep. Are standing beside each other and staring at the wooden cross. A long silence passes. She takes a box of cigarettes out of her purse that is shaped like a coffin, and offers one to him. Mom will kill you if she sees you smoking. Well, when she does, I hope you'll have the decency to bury me in an actual cemetery rather than the backyard. Do you think we should say a prayer or something? I guess. Okay, you can say it. I don't want to. Well, neither do I. I don't know what to say. Oh, stop being so melodramatic, Charles. No one's asking for a eulogy, just a simple prayer. Ask the earth to watch over him or something. He's dead. There's not a whole lot of that necessary. You're so morbid. What about his next life? I think we should pray to Hecate and ask her to make him a human. Someone we meet and become friends with. What? Hecate is the goddess of death. She's also a goddess of reincarnation. It's wicked. 
Oh, so you're Wiccan this week. Glad that's cleared up. I can't keep your personalities straight. Last week you go with a friend to a Baptist church, come home and proceed to tell mom, dad, and me that we're going to hell because we watch TV. A mere nine days later, you're Elvira, mistress of the dark. We can't keep up with you. Find an identity. You're one to talk. What could you possibly mean by that? I am always the same. That's nothing to brag about. Just drop it, okay? You don't tell me how to live my life and I won't tell you how to live yours. I thought there'd be a bigger turnout. Well, he was popular. All of our friends loved him. I just thought people would actually show up to pay their respects. You invited our friends? A few. You are so embarrassing. You're dressed like the bride of Frankenstein and I'm embarrassing? Shut (laughs) up about my dress. This is not the way he would have wanted his funeral. He was a dog, Charles. They shit on the ground and lick themselves. Ceremony is probably not key here. He was just a fucking dog. Oh yeah, well he was my fucking dog, so fuck you. He was my fucking dog too, so fuck you. He never liked you. I suppose he told you this? He didn't have to. It was a parent. He barely tolerated you. I hate you. Big loss. You're a dickhead, CB. Say your fucking prayer. He was your fucking dog. You fucking say it. Is that it? Yes. Yes. Oh, my. Holy crap. Okay. The idea of nobody being at Snoopy's funeral is breaking my fucking heart right now. <laughs> like, it is like, oh man, I want to um. take these children in my arms and love them. You know, if you said anything to them that was comforting, it would just be... Yeah. It's really close to becoming like a chicken noise somewhere. You know what? They're probably related. You know, they never show the adults. We don't know they're not chickens. They're probably chickens. That's why they're such fucked up teenagers. Yeah, that's what it was. They were I don't chicken. understand what you mean. <laughs> Never tell anyone that we were raised by chickens. <laughs> How will we get along in the world? Oh, pecking okay. order takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> oh, God. So, okay, that was Charlie. Let's, let's stop talking of this before we get to the witness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> We're still, we're still in the limo. Um, With the car phone. Okay, uh, so tell me who is in, who set things on fire? That's Lucy. She Mm. pulled the football away in the comic. She's the one who is a pyromaniac. There's one scene with Lucy because she's in a mental institution. Right. And we can read that scene. Yeah, yeah. Well, so... Lucy, is she the one that's always kind of like leaning on the piano? Or is that yes. a different one? She oh, has she a big is. crush on Schroeder before, she, on before okay. he was gay. Um, and she's the one who gives advice for five cents. Right. That's right. Lucy. Okay. And then. Sally is a little blonde. And she has black hair. Sally's a little blonde one who's like. Charlie Brown's little sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And like writes letters to Santa and stuff. I don't know. Sure. Little she kid. She had like shit. a little lift, I think. <laughs> Little kid, <laughs> and now she's just like she's you know a young teenager who can't find uh, her identity. Right. Okay. Nice pronunciation of Hecate there, Robin. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. 
Okay. I remember. I would have stumbled on that word. I, I was really proud of you for saying anything at all. Ten years ago. Really? I think I probably would have said something like Hecate. I think it's Hecate. Hecate? Yeah. I'm sure it's Hecate. I don't know. So the funny thing is, I was actually raised Wiccan and had a bit of a Mormon phase in high school. Kind of. So you're feeling this character. I was reading this and I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) 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 But um, I mean, as far as like my upbringing, I always like said it Hecate, but I don't have any reason to say it that way because it was just me and my dad and... My recollection of ten years reading. ago is, mm-hmm. or eleven years ago, is that um, we Christine was saying Hecate, and I was like, I'm not sure if that's right. And I looked it up, and it was like Hecate. Like Hecate you know, makes heck more sense it. to me, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I like that better. Yeah, I've yeah. only ever heard it pronounced Hecate. I guess aside huh. from ten years ago, but I didn't remember uh, that. Just a quick, quick survey of the rest of the room. Taylor <laughs> and Anna, have you ever heard this word in any way, shape, or form? <laughs> I've never heard it, and they've all like originally <laughs> the original Here's Norse the thing about ancient gods. And you know, goddesses. if we were Italian, we'd probably say this. I'm like, why do you know so much about this word? But I get it, you because the show. You know, I think I say it the American way, which is the American, you know, oh, the American Wiccans of the Midwest pronunciation. Midwest we pronounce right it Hecate. It's a clicker. It's a Hecate. <laughs> <laughs> Superman ice cream. <laughs> Caramel. 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 Don't get me started. Nope. <laughs> Do people actually say Fords? Fords? Oh, yeah. Fords? Like they work at Fords? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, else. everything oh, yeah. has a Myers, Fords. Myers. Fords. Anything can have a Z at the That's end. That's true. Right. That's true. Did that start, like I moved here, you know what I mean? Like I was confused by it when I got here. I mean, I think most people oh. say Ford. But right. you probably heard Ford's, you know, recently. For sure. Yeah. 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 I've never heard yeah. Ford's. I've heard Myers. Myers is all Even I say place. Myers. Yeah. It's okay. Well, that's because I you're... I know it's okay. Kroger's. I feel good Kroger's. Kroger's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, okay. Stories. I want to hear another scene. Okay. The next uh, scene... Okay, yes. The very next scene in the play is when CB, Charlie Brown, talks mm-hmm. to Linus, whose name is Van... Anyone know why his name is Van? Anybody? Van. Because he lives in a van? No, no, Down because of, uh, it's, it's... It's the shoe. Van's, Van Pelt? Yes, Linus Van, Van Pelt. Pelt. Oh. Linus Van Pelt and Lucy Van Pelt. Van. Lucy Van nice Pelt, their brother and sisters. Wow, sure. thank right. you. Yeah. I so feel like Lucy, I get to pick out a prize, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole table of snacks oh, you can good. choose from. Yep, thank you. I'm going to get guacamole for uh, winning. Van's sister is mentioned in this scene as the person who burned his blanket, oh. which is a thing that happened in the recent past in this play. Um, so I was reading CB in the last scene, but I would like to switch because I played Van when we did the show uh, at Barefoot. So now I shall take on the role of CB. <laughs> yes. Okay, so tell me who else in this scene. It's just Van and CB. Most of these are two person. Well, not uh, most of them, but a bunch of them. Uh, so yeah, there in in our in our show, we the the scene opened with um, Three Little Birds by Bob Marley playing. So we can do that. Oh my God. Um. Yep. And Van, aka Linus, is sitting on the famous brick wall. Smoking an adjoint. Smoking adjoint.
You want to hit this? No, thanks. <sighs> it's kind, bud. You sure, man? Nah, I'm good. I mean to tell you, sorry about your dog. Thanks, man. He was a good dog. Yeah, he was. But he was old. It was long past his time. Still, he was a good dog. I I totally wanted to come to your funeral party thingy, but um, I was waiting on a delivery from the Duber. What do you think happens when we die? What do you mean, like, do I believe in heaven? Yeah. Nah, man. I'm, I'm a Buddhist. Since when? Well, that's kind of a new development. Well, what do Buddhists believe happens when you die? Well, Buddha believed that one of two things happens. Either you're reborn or you dissolve into nothingness. Oddly enough, the former is punishment and the latter reward. We Buddhists believe that the corporeal body is the source of all suffering and a liberation from the body into nothingness or nirvana is the fucking way to go. (laughs) Don't you find that depressing? Liberation? Nothingness. I think I kind of like to be nothingness. Because even nothing is something, right? What am I holding in my hand? Nothing. One would say that, yes. But in that nothingness is a thousand things, right? Particles and atoms and tens of thousands of things that we might not even know about yet. I could be holding in my hand the secrets of the universe. And the answer's to everything. You're stoned. Well, damn straight. (laughs) (sighs) Why this interest in the afterlife? This is about your dog? Just curious. Dude, we all have to let go of things from our childhood. You remember when you and my sister burned my blanket to teach me that? Yeah, it was only two months ago. (sighs) If I had known that that would lead to her being... Yeah, well, uh, I wouldn't have let her do it. I was so pissed at you guys. The thing was fucking nasty, man. Still, y'all suck. I think you were about to make a point. I was. (laughs) Never mind. I think I got it. Oh, my point is, Chuck B., that life, it does go on. Even without the things that have been there since the beginning. The things that we think define us. They don't mean shit in the grand scheme of things. Us defines us. Not things, or other people, or pets. Like me without my blanket. It's still me. I miss my fucking blanket, though. That was a dick thing y'all did. Three words for you, bro. Pubic lice infestation. Could have been fixed. Hey, we let you keep the ashes. <laughs> I smoked him. <laughs> you what? I rolled him with some good herb and I smoked that shit up. Oh, God. Oh, now my blanket and I are like one forever. 
That's seriously disturbing. We dog. all handle grief in different ways. Can't be good for you. Dude, showed you two trying to mess with my shit. Ha! <laughs> hey, how is your sister doing? Uh, she's good. The doctors say that she's getting better. Damn, I miss that bitch. So do I. <laughs> this conversation is a major downer, amigo. Dead dogs, missing sisters, burning blankets. Let's talk about something happy. Like what? They say silence. silence. The lights fade slowly out. <laughs> 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 totally rearranged the words. Damn. Damn. I think is the point. Wow, I, it is really dawning on me that Charlie Brown was kind of a bummer kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, everything's fucked. How do you guys feel about it? Well, Charlie Brown, I have some positive opinions that you can really live by. Yeah, but aren't those dumb? God. Uh. Well, what about your cool dog and your fun sister, no. <laughs> I guess as long as I have them, everything will be fine. <laughs> oh, oh <shit>. crickets. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm, that was a good one. Yeah. I thought of something. Hey, do you guys know uh, Taylor and Anna, the song by Rachel Mazur, Nothingness? Oh, my God. It's so good. There's some quote. We've got to add that to the playlist. Sure. <laughs> Nothingness by Rachel Mazur. Oh, it's divine. It's um, Nirvana. Huh? Nirvana. It is, yeah. But, but it's um, not by Nirvana. It's not by Nirvana. We didn't have any songs by Nirvana. No. Nope. Nope. I missed out uh-uh. on that. I should have put Smells Like Teen Spirit in there. I mean, yeah. Right, yeah. Well, we can put it on the Spotify playlist for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. We'll take, we'll do it all. We'll, you we'll can do, do the all. whole thing. Oh, we're going to so do it all. Cool. There's so much we're going to do. Um, so much. I want to hear about, um, so the girls, there's like the two girls that are just partying together, right? Peppermint Patty and Marcy or Trisha and Marcy. Trisha and Marcy. Okay. So like Lucy and Sally are not those two girls. Correct. Okay. Okay. That was hard to keep straight in my mind. Um, so these girls that are partying together, they're drinking at school and they're trying to hook up with everybody and they're being <laughs> bitches to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I mean, do they try to hook up with each other? They have a, they have a threesome with Matt. <laughs> and then it's Thumbs like, up. and then after that, they're like, uh, well, I don't like girls. No, I don't like girls either. We could Cowards. read that scene. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah read yeah. it. When, read it. When we did that scene, uh, I was I was working at a restaurant, and I got a bunch of people from the restaurant I was working at to come see it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of my managers came, and uh, so it's there's there's a scene like right after they have the threesome and they wake up, and when I'm on stage, I, I was I was wearing pants and I'm still wearing shoes, uh-huh. as you often do after having a three way. <laughs> you never remove your shoes or pants. <laughs> Um, just your shirt. Just your shirt. Chested so everyone knows. Um, but they spread the rumor that I that I that I appeared like completely nude, which I did not dissuade anyone of. Oh my god! <laughs> this isn't your Equus. teacher. Your teacher. Yeah. No, my, spread a rumor. No, my manager at my job. Oh Boom. my god! Oh yeah. my god! That's no, funny. And all the other servers were like, "Yeah, Matt was completely naked. You guys all missed out." And they were like, "What was it like?" And, 
no one would say anything. So it was just, it was a lot of like. It was a mystery. It was a lot of nudge, nudge, wink, wink stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, well. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Oh, man. It was out of control. <laughs> he was so naked. You could see his muscles. Crazy. Oh, my God. Um were you really wearing shoes after the three-way in the show? Nobody was like, let's at least take the shoes off. <laughs> like nobody came in and costume corrected that. Ironically enough, at a theater company called Barefoot, I was wearing shoes the entire show. <laughs> but men um, wear shoes inside anyway. Like, it is actually believable. That's true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Delilah this one one rule, ladies. Sing- the shoes <laughs> stay on. Single T. My shoes stay on. Not for everything. But, you know. For most things. In your house, just watching TV, sitting on the couch, your shoes are on. You know what? He's got to be ready. (laughs) I take off my shoes. In fact, I'm going to take off my shoes right now. Yeah, my shoes shoes have been off. It's it's the kind of thing where it's like, I don't even have shoes. Oh, no. (laughs) No, it's the kind of thing where I'm sitting down. And I I am a homebody by nature. But if somebody asks me to go out, I'm usually down. And if it's a thing where I have to do that extra step of putting on my shoes, I'm like, do I want to? (laughs) Because I'm pretty comfy. But if I already got my shoes on, I was like, all I got to do is stand up and go. I appreciate this. Plus, I I, I, I have cold, sensitive feet. Yeah. So I I like to keep that covered. No judgment, man. Yeah. No judgment. Much appreciated. No judgment. (laughs) Why Um, did you say it like that? (laughs) Because I was trying to start, I was trying to do a callback to the mantra. Because we've developed. No no judgment. No judgment. No judgment. No judgment. (laughs) Thank you. See, that's all you had to do. And when I start the next one, you'll know and be ready. Please. Now I know the cue. Okay. We even earlier in the show, um, we I think we actually named our mantra band. It was part of that hypnosis tour. Remember? Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mantra band. Mantra band. Remember? remember. (laughs) I think I was hypnotized at the time. (laughs) It was about mantra trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it was mantra trucks. Remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, just literally moments ago. (laughs) Yeah. I am not high, just for the record. It's totally fine. Uh, we are the painted Gandhis. <laughs> yeah, we're the painted Gandhis. Painted Gandhis. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Gotcha. Or was it... Never mind, that wasn't going to be as funny as I thought. <laughs> no, you should definitely say it now, though. Well, it was something like Gandhi and the Paint Guys, or Gandhi something like... It guys. wasn't... It, it, I wanted it to be a less cool name. Like Gandhi a, and the Painters? Yeah, or just something, Painter you know, and the Gandhis. Painter and the Gandhis. We'll work on it. We, got, we can knock some <laughs> we'll ideas around. We can knock some ideas around. Okay. So are so, we reading the scene let's after do the it. threesome? Yes. Because yeah, as, I, as I scan over the scene, I have a couple of things. Uh, we need to know that um, CB has already kissed Matt... Okay. Or, I mean, no, 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 no. CB has kissed Beethoven. Um, Charlie Brown has kissed Schroeder, and not only oh. in the privacy of the piano room where Beethoven likes to to go, but they kissed each other at Marcy's party. Yeah, which is referenced in this scene. And so it's you should scandalous. It's scandalous, and scandalous. Matt is super scandalized because his best friend is CB, and Matt is very homophobic. The F word is thrown around in this scene. Not yep. the the actually offensive one. Oh. Not, not fuck. No, no, not fuck. The other one. The other one. The the bundle of sticks one. The bundle of sticks. So you're going to hear that. Yep, and I'm going to say it. <laughs> so, Robin, do you want to read Marcy and have Hold me on a read second. Trisha? I have to tell you, I have yeah. to tell you, 
I, 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 because you're going to love this story. So you're like, I'm going to say it. Yep. You're like, telling like, I'm getting ready to be the one that says the offensive word, everybody, you know? So, um, I took this class at go comedy a couple years ago from, uh, Kevin McDonald. Mm-hmm. Do you know Kevin McDonald, the kids in the hall? Oh, okay. From Kevin McDonald, right? And I love him. I love the kids in the hall. And the class was, you write sketches and you pitch them to him. And he's like, um, let's try this one. And then you make it into a show yeah. that you rehearse just one or two days. And then you put up in front of a sold out crowd. Oh, wow. You know, and so it's really fun. So um, <laughs> I um, wrote a sketch and he really liked it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but the guys in my group were going to have to play, like, terrorists. <laughs> and they were just... And Kevin was like, no, no, it's going to be awesome. Like, Because he's a really weirdo, risk-taker guy. You yeah. know what I mean? And what I wanted it to be was, like, a bunch of, you know, young, like, wannabe fighter guys sitting around in a basement. And they hear on the news somebody say, the so-called Islamic State. And they, they get really pissed. Like, why won't they just call us the Islamic State? <laughs> You know, like, so I want them to be, right? I think it's funny. And Kevin McDonald's like, this is the idea. You, this is going to be the best. So I, he's like, Shelly, you take charge. Start directing everybody. I'm like, okay. And so I'm telling them what to do. And we take a bathroom break and they come back and they're like, um, we just don't want to play terrorists. <laughs> like it, what if it really goes bad? And like, then we just look like dicks, <laughs> you know, like, oh man. And I'm like, no, 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 it's going to be so funny. Like, remember we all laughed when I told you that, and they're like, yeah, I just, oh, my mom's going to be there. <laughs> they were super freaked out. And then we had to bring it back to Kevin, and Kevin was like, huh, okay. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, can we? Can I pitch another idea? And Kevin's like, yeah, okay, but man, I think this is a good idea, you know. Mm-hmm. So then later on he tells us this story of being a, the kids in the hall doing shows at some point in the, like, 90s right and um he uh he plays the AIDS fairy (laughs) and it was this horrifying sketch he had on a little outfit and it was the same thing like somebody pitched it was like no it's gonna be just off color enough to where people will understand that we're being ridiculous you know but that's not how it came across and they got chased out of the building and down the street and they were like trying to hide on the subway but he was dressed like a fairy (laughs) and so he tells us this story at the middle of class just like you know, I'm kind of glad you guys didn't end up doing that one because let me tell you this story about the time I played the AIDS fairy. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those sketches that I'm always like, damn it, I can't believe that didn't get done because it was wow. going to be, you guys lol Yeah, I, I enjoyed You lol Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you ever want to throw that up at uh, Pointless, if you want to be the guys. uh, You just talk about the so-called Islamic State. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... I think Shelley should read Trisha, Robin should read Marcy, and Matt should read Matt. Trisha. Because I did. Oh, Trisha. Oh, wait. Okay. All right. Oh, wait. Where are we? Page 29. Oh, okay. It'll be us. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it'll be us. I'm Trisha? (coughs) Yes. Okay. All right. 
Uh, so the, nope. the scene is that they wake up in the bed together in the no shirt. Yeah, I'll show you the thing so you can read the. Thing. The sound of a rooster crowing lights up on Trisha. Oh, Marcy and Matt sitting on the ground. Matt is shirtless. Trisha's wearing sunglasses and is probably still very intoxicated. But shoes. But shoes. Shoes are on. The song in this one was... It started with In the Morning. I think it was by the... Oh. Built to Spill. Yeah, it was by Built to Spill. I think it's called In the Morning. <laughs> right. We don't have to look it up, but... Don't look it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Marcy is staring dreamily at Matt. I can sing it, though. Sing it. You want it? In the morning, <laughs> feeling half bright. <laughs> it takes more than just one day. I feel all right. And then some guitar stuff. Today is another me Oh my just god! Like that. It's just like that. Let me see if I got it right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the following is right. delivered slowly except for Marcy, who has an overabundant amount of energy. You don't have to do it that way, but okay. Here we go. That really happened last night, or, or did I dream it? No, we definitely had a threesome. Well, Trisha passed out pretty early on. No, I meant the part about CB kissing that thing last night. That happened, too. Do you guys have to scream? Shit. Talk at a normal volume. Sorry, sweetie. That is fucked up. We shower together after practice. What if he rapes me or something? That is fucked up. But I had a really good time with you, though. I mean, CB, come on! Who knew? Matt, have you thought about who you're taking to the prom? Don't. Do you think they have sex and shit? I was thinking maybe we could go see a movie tonight or something. Does anyone have a cigarette? Do you remember how you told me you loved me last night? Did you mean it? It doesn't make sense. I want yogurt. Hey, Matt, why don't you and I go get in the hot tub while Trisha goes to the store and gets yogurt? What if he thinks about me when he jerks off? I don't want to go anywhere. Sure you do. Let go of me, freak. This is all that little faggot's fault. You know, I don't know what he did to CB, but I'm gonna fucking kill him. I'm gonna fucking- Are you crying? No. Sun's in my eyes. I don't feel good. We get it. <laughs> I can't see the stage directions because all the scripts are taken. Oh, we just did the sound effects. Okay, yep, you did it. Uh, do you think he's into me? Honestly? Since when are we honest with each other? Oh, yeah, right. He's totally into you. Scene! <laughs> Can we start him with the Law and Order one? <laughs> wait, wait, with the monologue and everything. No. Bum bum. Bum bum. These are their stories. Yeah. yeah. 
Charlie Brown is probably gay. <laughs> bom, bom. <laughs> With the piano guy who saw it coming. Bom, bom, everyone. <laughs> so it's not the scene where Trisha and Marcy argue about tra- pretending that they're not lesbians. But lot to unpack here. Mm. Lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so uncomfortable how real these characters are. You're like, look at this <laughs> dumb bitch. He's like, do you like me? And the guy's going, what's up with Charlie Brown, my friend who made out with my other friend? And I'm thinking about it right now with two <laughs> naked girls on me. Oh, man, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I love you guys. I just, I'm thinking about those other two guys having sex right now. I just wonder if he thinks about me the same way I think he thinks he's, he's thinking about me, because I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that but asshole. Yeah, fuck him <laughs> for doing that. I don't Literally want him to do. I don't want him to do it. Yeah. Do. I don't. This, this scene is spot on. <laughs> I haven't lived this exact scene before, but... As, as dumb, as dumb. <laughs> we're looking back, you're like, we were so obviously dumb. It's hard to stand to think about now. Oh, my God. So uh, so there's some uh, latent homosexuality, some anger issues, some uh, women really wanting to give their bodies away and not give a shit about yeah. it, and some substance abuse packed into that... Few paragraphs there. <laughs> Who knew Pigpen was such a complex young man? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All his yeah. drugs and, and yep. Was he was he uh, like in the Charlie Brown cartoons? Was he just like a dirty little kid, or was it like? Yeah. You, did they ever just go to his house and see like why was he dirty? I don't he, think. No, he was just like perpetually had like a cloud of dirt around him right. when he was around and like didn't give a fuck and then upon becoming a teenager and they don't mention it here but he's like super germaphobic so like when they dressed me up I was wearing like clean white shit and then I was saying like the most horrible filthy crap you can say like I the the scene where Matt first comes on like I'm humping the air and then I do coke and all I'm talking about is like getting pussy oh right yeah like it's it's a pretty vile shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not physically dirty. The dirt has turned within. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I, I've internalized hey, the dirt. The dirt is turned within. The dirt is within. Dirt is within. Bam 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 bam. I was rolling dirt, around dirt, in dirt, it dirt. so long. What's it deal with the dirt? <laughs> when it's on the outside, you can all see it. When it's on the inside, you can't tell. <laughs> It was an impression of Jerry Seinfeld breaking into a beatnik poetry jam. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The dirt that you see is more than the dirt inside. Get out of here, Seinfeld. The degradation of the 90s. Something, something. Airplane Kafka. doesn't have dirt on it. I don't know. You're That's not such, a good, <laughs> such a good joke. Such a good joke. You're not welcome here, Kathy. <laughs> It's coming back. <laughs> you go it's ironically to, popular. <laughs> you go up to the door and it says, don't fucking come in here. <laughs> don't you dare. You don't even know. You can ask me for something and I'm going to get it for you, but I'm going to hate every second of it. You can it. order a you don't know a latte. I think it would work. It's like Ed DeBevix. It's like Ed DeBevix. Mm. 
Yeah. What's that to Bevex? It's a restaurant in Chicago where famously the waiters are like rude to you. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know it had a name. I figured it was too rude to have one. And yeah. Bevex. <laughs> And I got it. it. I got it. Yeah. I hear. I heard your joke, and I acknowledge the, it. The, please do. Thank you. That eases my soul, if nothing else. Oh my God. Okay. So how did we get here exactly? Uh, dirt. The dirt has the gone dirt? inside. The dirt has gone inside. Dirt. Yes. The dirt has gone inside. <laughs> okay. That's it. I thought you were gonna do like a final dirt has gone inside. It felt like it should have been a four. <laughs> I'm going to stop playing that game now. It's the last time. Uh, so what? the... Why? Do you think one more round no, maybe no, later? I just I said what? 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 The game I was playing was we're all going to say the thing four times. Oh, and I just like, did not even... Oh, oh, right. oh, oh, oh. The, yeah. we the dirt, dirt has gone inside. The dirt has gone inside. The dirt has gone inside. And I looked at you and like, she's going to say it. Nope. Right. And the but It's <laughs> just looking... <laughs> Has gone inside. inside. You know, if you say it three times out loud, it happens. The dirt comes out. <laughs> <laughs> if you know someone who's full of dirt, and you can get him inside of the that circle, that chant, yeah. then at the end of it, the dirt will come out, and they'll be cleansed. Let's start that rumor. Yeah. Let's see if we can get that rumor going. It's going to turn into a really, really weird horror movie. <laughs> it is. It is. It's going to make everybody scared Huge of windstorms. Like, oh, God. It'll make everybody scared of like things they shouldn't be scared of. They'll be like, we're not going out there with all that blowing dirt. We're going to lock up the doors. There's no way it could get in here. Sweep everything. And they sweep everything, and it's all clean. And then at the end of it, somebody's still playing the game, and then they go into the bathroom. The bathroom's just like dirty, and they're like, no! Right, right. Is that dirt on your shoes? Get the Windex. We used it all. Why? <laughs> and then the sequel, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the dirt. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the dirt. Choo-choo. Okay, okay, okay. Wipe so, your shoes at the door this summer. <laughs> so let's do uh, another scene. All right. What's another good scene? Uh, well... Uh, fire is bad. Okay. Is the next scene. Who is that uh, concerning? That is Charlie Brown and Lucy. Okay. Ooh. Or CB and Van's sister. Either way, I can go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, you can. And I'm going to. Oh, you know what? Let's take a little break. Play a song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll take a little break. Was there just a dog barking? Snoopy. <laughs> The ghost of Snoopy. Uh, you know, it'd be a good improv group name, uh, Ghost of Snoopy. I guess, ghost yeah, party Snoopy. hard, because we're not going to do the party scene. Okay. Let's use the party scene. Party, we
Hey, I'm going to start talking. And I just ate a delicious chocolate thing, ma'am. Here's what my spread is right now here at Reeds and Weeds. I bring snacks sometimes. Um, we've got some uh, Bell's, some sort of lager beer. We've got some chips and guac. We've got some pistachios. We've got a 100 milligram brownie that people are nibbling on. And then these like triple chocolate toffees. So it's pretty awesome. And what else? Some sweet tarts. Yeah, it's yummy. And um, I wanted to give an update. Anna, did you see that our uh, last show we were talking about those silly videos that came out by the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services oh that were anti-cannabis videos, but yeah. they were so dumb. And there what were those two that? guys. That, did you see them? No. Oh, my God. So in the last week or two, these Department of Health and Human Services videos, anti-cannabis videos came out, and there are two guys sitting on a couch, like an overweight guy and a skinny guy. And it's like, I'm talking to my future self, and I smoked too much weed, and now I'm fat. I mean, they're horrible. Or, oh, I've spent all of our money. You know, it's, it's, so, it look, it's so ridiculous. It looks kind of like a parody, but it's not. It's real. Wow. I did so, see the one where about opioids where it was like, my life was a good life. I did all these things, except no, I didn't. I died of an opioid overdose. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's a commercial. Well, well so so I was, I was these just came out. These just came out, and we were talking about them last okay. week. And since last Sunday, all these people in the cannabis like activist realm ripped those videos apart online, mm. and they got taken down. Did you know that, Anna? They got taken down. So, uh, so many people like put those things on blast that, uh, yeah. Oh, and this is the other thing I was going to say. So, one of the things I do with Michigan Cannabis Industry Association is drive all around the state visiting, you know, growers and dispensaries and things like that and just getting a feel for like what's going on. So, this that we've been smoking is from Great Lakes Holistics in Battle Creek. And these guys were super cool. They were like hometown guys. Um, really nice vibe. And we have doo doo sunshine number four. Huh? Yeah. Anyway, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. Um, so what is going to be our next scene? The next scene is going to be the scene with Van's sister, or Lucy Van Pelt. The football pulling away girl. The five cents please girl. Um, leaning on the piano flirting with Schroeder girl. She um, set the little red-haired girl's hair on fire. And now she's in a mental institution. Oh, wow. The little red-haired girl was the girl with... Did she ever have a name? I think she had a name like much, much, much later... Yeah, but she was name. mostly just like Charlie Brown's like, I like what if your name? This is my daughter. Her name is much, much, much later. <laughs> much, much, much later. Something but it's like that. later for sure. Hey, much, much, much. Much, much, much. It's a family name. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Grandma much, much, much started it. It was Grandma much, much and her mom much. So we just added a much for every generation. Everybody in town knows us. Everybody knows the much, 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 muches. <laughs> okay. What was the scene about? <laughs> um, it's about, uh, so Charlie Brown is visiting uh, Lucy in the mental institution. Okay, yeah. This, are, this is like five pages. The other ones have been like two or three. Should we read the whole thing? 
Yeah, just go until. I yeah. Know, just go until you're interrupted. <laughs> so. <laughs> go until I throw something at your to, face. Go until your girl the, interrupted. <laughs> do you, does someone want to read the stage directions? Oh, I, I, shoot. Fire is bad. Lights up on what looks like a booth. There is a chair facing it. Behind it sits Fan's sister. There's a sign at the corner of the booth that says, The doctor is in. CB enters and Van's sister smiles. You know that it would be untrue. <laughs> you know that I would be alive. The song that was playing. If I was to say to you, girl, you couldn't get much higher. Come on, baby, light my fire. Come on, baby, light my fire. Try to set the night on fire. That was so much better than finding it on Spotify. <laughs> Absolutely. And we played the full song, which was almost the exact length of the scene. We did. Yeah. Um, but we, we we turned it down throughout. We had it loud at yeah. the beginning, turned it down, and we turned it back up at the end of the scene, and it was usually... I think we, we cued it so that it would turn on. Yeah. Oh my but God. I, re- I remember there was a... I, so I did, I did the whole soundtrack, and I picked all the songs for uh-huh. every scene. Uh-huh. And at the time, everyone was really, really mad that I picked this one, that uh-huh. I picked... Like my it was fire. Too on the nose. It was too on the nose. And I was like, no, it's fucking great. Are you kidding me? It's mostly instrumental. Like, we can just, we can play though. So great. I was going to push really song. hard, and everyone was oh. like, don't do it. And I was like, I don't care. I'm in charge. Ah, 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 the doors. I just yeah. wanted to mention that. Um, you know what? Sometimes to create true art, you're going to have to piss some people off. <laughs> and then it, it did turn out it's to like, be it. more thematically relevant than just the obvious fire thing. Like, when the scene ends and it comes back in with, the time to hesitate it is through. It's like, that applies. It's almost <laughs> like I thought about it before I did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, lights up and what looks like a booth. What I just it? said that. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's about motherfucking time. Well, if a certain someone would stop getting thrown into solitary, then another certain someone would come visit more often. Sit down, sit down. The doctor is in. Boy, is she ever. Very funny. I thought you might like it. How have you been? How is everybody? Everybody's pretty much the same. How are you? I'm great. I'm doing really well. I've taken up knitting. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's been really good for me, and I made you something. She holds up a scarf, but it's not nearly as interesting as the handcuffs that are restraining her hands. It's beautiful. Wow. Thanks. I'll wear it often. Uh, Don't the handcuffs seem a little unnecessary? Are you kidding? I love them. They're kinky and you know me. I do. Besides, it's for your protection. I'm not scared. Maybe you should be. When are you getting out of here already? As soon as I can say three simple words. Fire is bad. But I'm not in any hurry to rush out of here. They've got me on great drugs. Can I just say I love lithium? You gotta try it. Don't say shit like that. There are people who miss you out there. Those people out there are just as crazy as the ones in here. Did that sound cliche? Maybe not as much as I love lithium. (laughs) I miss you. I think you should burn something down and you can join me here. We would have so much fun. Uh, Fire is bad. (laughs) So what's going on in your life? 
Uh, not much. I'm failing like three classes. I kissed Beethoven. My sister's decided she's Wiccan this week, but that's just this week. I mean, she's gone completely what? Wiccan. It's some sort of spooky goth thing. I don't really get you it. You kissed who? It wasn't a big deal. I kissed him last night at a party in front of everybody, although it wasn't the first time. Wait, wait, wait. Slow down. Beethoven? Skinny, dorky Beethoven that we all make fun of? Yeah, the same one you were in love with. When I was eight. This is a joke, right? My brother put you up to this, didn't he? Nope. True story. Was it like a dare or something? No. You just kissed him out of nowhere. Sort of. And you're okay with this? I think so. So? So? So what does this mean? I don't know. Did you enjoy it? I wanted to do it. Why? Because I felt like it. Major parts of the story are missing, CB. What happened? Well, the first time we were in the music room. At school? Yeah, and we were talking. Actually, we were fighting, and then we were talking, and I just kissed him. And the second time? Party at Marcy's house. And people saw? I wanted them to. Oh, my God. I don't believe this. Is it so hard to believe? Yes. Why? Because you did something different. You've always been so predictable. Oh, great. Here we go. It's true. You know it's true. Kissing Beethoven is something that's so completely out of character for you. I mean, for a straight guy to kiss a gay guy, that's like something. That's hot. What if I'm not straight? Are you coming out of the closet? I didn't say that. But you didn't not say it either. Not not saying something isn't the same as saying something. No offense, CB, but I don't think you're cool enough to be gay. Don't get me wrong. I love you to death, but if I had to imagine you giving a shit about home decoration or musical theater, I just don't see it. Now you're using stereotypes. Sorry, Miss Manners, but I'm in a bit of a shock right now. We had sex, too. Fucking excuse me? <laughs> yeah, after the party, we left and we had sex. Holy fucking shit! You're a homo, CB! Just because I did something that I wanted to do doesn't make me a homo. I've smoked pot, doesn't make me a pothead. I've drank plenty of beer, doesn't make me a drunk. You set the little red-haired red -haired girl's hair on fire, doesn't make you a pyromaniac. Well, actually, technically it does. Okay, bad example. Are you going to do it again? I don't know, maybe. Do you have feelings for him? I don't know. I've grown up questioning everything I do. When we were kids, everybody, mostly you, told me what I was doing was wrong. It made me so self-conscious about everything. Good grief. It takes me an hour to get dressed every morning. I'm always thinking about what people are going to say or what they're going to think. And when I kissed him, I didn't care or wonder what anyone is going to think. I just did it. That wasn't an answer. I can't stop thinking about him. Sounds like love to me. What do I do? You have to tell him. I can't. Then resign yourself to being alone for eternity. That'll be five cents, please. I love it when we play doctor. So I guess this means we're not getting back together when I get out. Oh, so now you want to get out of here, huh? Fuck yeah. I didn't realize what I was missing. Oh... By the way, my brother told me about your dog. I'm really sorry. Oh, yeah. Thanks. It's a shame I'm locked up in here. They could have cremated him. Sorry, <laughs> bad joke. 
hey, why'd you do it? What? Burn the bitch's hair off? Torch her tresses? Light her locks? Tell me. <laughs> her hair is a symbol of innocence, and my lighter is a symbol of corruption. God told me to do it. The devil made me do it. Charles Manchin is just so damn persuasive. She is the Joan of Arc, and I am the townspeople of Salem. I did it for Jodie Foster. Boredom, plain and simple. It was a political statement. Allegorical, metaphorical, a cry for help, a plea for insanity. Red rum! Red rum! Be serious. Can't we just blame the government or the educational system? Puberty? PMS? My parents? No. Fine then. I did it because I felt like it. That's no excuse. Really? You used it less than five minutes ago. Uh, Public displays of affection and random acts of violence are two different things. Are they? They say that love and hate are the closest to emotions. I'll bite. Why do you hate the little red-haired girl? Because you used to love her. You did it because of me? Yes. I just love you so intensely that it borderline psychotic. You're all I ever think of. Seriously? No, I'm just fucking with you. It's the lithium talking. I'm gonna go now. Wait, don't. I was pregnant. Why can't you be honest with me like I've been with you? I am. I was pregnant. Don't worry, it wasn't yours. I had just gotten an abortion the day before. And the next day, in biology, we were ironically learning about reproduction. I'm listening to Miss Rainey talking about fallopian tubes, the uterus, eggs, and I'm feeling sick to my stomach already, trying to zone out on anything I can. So I start reading a note over Miss Puritanical Princess's shoulder, and she's telling her friend... How happy she is that she's a virgin and she's just going to stay that way until she gets married and how repulsed she is by all the whores at our school. Without thinking, I reached into my pocket for my cute little red big lighter and lit her cute little red hair on fire. And every day in therapy, they ask me if I'm sorry yet. And I just can't be. No matter how hard I try. Bitches like that make me sick. They... They've made me sick. I am officially sick, psychotic, unrepentant, and unremorseful. I've been branded a sociopath, and I have no choice but to believe it. Pregnant? Pregnant. Scene. All right. I wanted to stop there. Yeah. That was so good, though. (laughs) That was so fun to listen to, y'all. I want to apologize for my red rums. I feel like I did that. Red rum. Yeah, there's red rum. Reading this for the first time. Red rum. I I knew it was a thing, but I had already said it. Do you know what it's from? It's from um, what? It's it's a horror movie. (laughs) Wait, wait, no, no, no. We can play a fun game here. You know the game, right? It's it's it's. uh, You get two guesses, okay, and then you get a big hit and a third guess. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I'm ready. But first, but first, first, you say what you do now before the guesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know it's a horror movie. I know it's you, a horror yeah, movie. You know it's a horror movie. Um, and I feel like it's a thing where like it shows up on the walls and they're like, whatever. I don't know what that means. And then mm. they see it in a mirror and they're like, oh, it's murder. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So I yeah. mean, so it's like a house with a mirror is what I know is the okay. setting. Okay, it's got to be some mm-hmm. sort of. I mean, is it The Shining? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. First try. First, first try. Um, wow. Yeah, I am so proud of you. <laughs> That's true. That that game very rarely ends on the first guess. Yeah. Yeah. Way to ruin the game, Laura. <laughs> yeah, you did so well. We all had a bad the time. The game is over now. <laughs> no around. more game. Okay. Um, no, that was just so wonderful. It was like... Uh, they're old small town buddies. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it totally reads like that. It's yeah. great. Like they're kind of fucking with each other, yeah. but they're talking about really serious things and they know how to mess with each other. That's uh, a great scene. Yeah, honestly, thinking back on it, it is like that I think that's pretty much the best scene in the show. Yep. It's such a great scene. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. yeah Did it, were you mad that I cut you off? That felt like a good. No, that was okay. a great. That, that was, was a really good. Was, yeah. Yeah. Spot yeah. on. If I didn't know that it went on after yeah. that, I would have assumed that you were it like, that's a blackout. the end of the scene. Yeah. yeah. Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank, <laughs> you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, very well done. <laughs> It's good. It's good. We're good. It is. It sounds great. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, it wasn't much longer. No, but, um, but that's fine. But it's interesting uh, how they... I love that character. I w- if I would could play one character, it would be Lucy in jail because she's so like... Wacko should be so fun to play. She'd just be like, kind of, no, no, no. I just felt like setting her hair on fire. Like you could play her any weird way, and it would work. Like, yeah, Yeah, it was really cool. A lot you could play with there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's it's one of those things where like the the writing for her character in particular. Mm -hmm. Like even if you played it straight like as straight as you possibly could, it would still be dark. It would still be dark. Like all the stuff she would like. That's why I like that scene so much. Is the writing for her character is particularly like on point, whereas like it almost doesn't matter how you act it. Yeah, it'll it's just com- written well. It'll come yeah. through. Some of the other characters, like you, like Van, is like classic stoner mm-hmm. dude, and if you don't play him as classic stoner dude, the character won't come through because that's right, like, right. That's his archetype. Yeah. But you get to something like Lucy, where it's just like the words are actually more important than how the words are said. Uh-huh, and because uh-huh. of the situation, like yeah. it's still like it seeps through. Mm-hmm, it seeps mm-hmm. through in like any any way. Like if for like if you've been a person who's like dealt with like mental stuff and like just trying to communicate with somebody else, mm-hmm. I'd I I'd like it it's a thing that I've wondered about is like, is it actually more important uh I'm going on like a, a, a bunch of different tracks because this, is the, thing, this <laughs> no, is the thing I think no. about all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, um, if you're if you're dealing with like a mental illness or something like that, or even if you if you just have you know like a depression or or anxiety mm-hmm, or anything mm-hmm. like that, whether or not you know we we live in a world where so many people are looking for subtext into like what you're saying 
on a daily basis, that they're not actually listening to the words that you're saying. Right. They're listening to the way that you say it. Yeah. And we've like, we've grown up and been taught to do that. It was Mm -hmm. like, you have to listen to what people are saying. Otherwise people are going to like, you know, they're going to fuck you over or something Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that. Nobody means what they say is like a world that we live in. So people stop listening to what you're saying and it's more about how you're saying it. But there are people out there who are just trying to like, just say the basic, most direct thing. Be as thing. forward as they yeah. possibly can. You know, like, uh, like I, I'm on the autism spectrum, uh-huh. like myself personally. And I know that, like, that's a thing that I've had to, like, work on so people understood what I was trying to communicate to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't just say it to them. Because if I didn't say it the right way, they would think I was saying something else. Right. I could, I could tell somebody, I was like, yeah, I love you. And they'd be like, yeah, but it doesn't sound like you mean right. it, even though I'm just being, like, directly honest. Yes, yes. But because I didn't say it the way they expect to hear somebody say I love you, yeah. it gets completely disregarded. Yeah, I hear you. So you like you apply that to a character like that, and you can uh-huh. say it any way. And it's like the words are so on point. Yeah, yeah. That as long as you're listening to the words, it it can be played any way. That was brilliant. Yeah. Totally brilliant. Yeah. Very good. Nice. Anyway, it was a whole dissertation. And that's that's my TED talks. People are saying that right. That's that's the hashtag at the end of the. Hashtag is thanks for coming to at the end of the model. Hashtag. I I don't know. I've been old since I was eight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Um, Wow. So that was. I feel like I don't know if there's one tiny last scene you want to do because we should probably wrap up. Is there any kind of little pow at the end? end. I mean, okay. The, the end of the show is pretty. Well, describe pow. the end. Describe okay. the end. So, so here, so here's what happens. Um, Matt, with two T's, oh. not the Matt sitting next to me. With one T. Oh right. Okay. Matt yeah. Sum up the sadness approaches, here. Approaches uh, Beethoven about him kissing his best friend, and he's all mad about it. And Beethoven's like, fuck you. And there's this really, really uncomfortable scene where Matt aggressively, like, um, hates on Beethoven and also, like, makes him play the piano while he's yeah. calling him a oh. bad words and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. We, we yeah, it's cruel. It's, it's, it's cruel. It's a really uncomfortable yeah. scene. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then especially in modern context it's like mm-hmm. well it was uncomfortable to read yeah 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 and, and so yeah it ends with um beethoven calling matt pig pen which is has been established as like he hates being called that now it's mm-hmm. you know uh traumatic childhood memory um <clears throat> and then matt breaks beethoven's fingers mm-hmm. beethoven is a pianist mm-hmm. um and in the next scene, you learn that Beethoven committed suicide after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So lighten it up, folks. So how about them sports teams? Then at the end, at the end of the play, the pen pal that that. See that CB has written to at the beginning of the show and hasn't answered, and oh. also the pen pal who has oh yeah Charlie I, Brown has been writing to in the comic strip. Yeah, I have questions answers. about that. Charles Schwartz. Charles Schultz. Schultz. God, 
Damn it. You'll get it. I will get it one day. <laughs> Someday. So you, you said you have questions about that. Yeah. What about the pen pal, just sum up the pen pal thing. Like, I don't understand why he never answers. Who is that supposed to be? I mean, the, I think that in the comics, the pen pal is just like, Charlie Brown has a pen pal, but because everything about Charlie Brown is sad, the pen pal doesn't write back to him because he doesn't care about the, him. The, mm-hmm. tra- his, his pen pal is CS. Oh. Which is... In this play, though, not in not in the comic strip, right? Oh, I didn't know he had a pen pal in the comic strip. That's what I've been saying all, this whole time. I did okay. not know that. In the comic strip, I did not Charlie know Brown has a pen pal who never answers him, and it's a, one of the many sad things about Charlie Brown, like the... Like the way he doesn't like Mondays the or... <laughs> the fact that he's a cat that nobody understands. Um, no. Uh, and he's bald. But no, it's uh, in, in this Something play... Something about the dog. In this play... Cat. He writes to the pen pal at the beginning saying my dog died and Woodstock died and everything is shit. And then at the end of the play, he gets a letter back from the pen pal. And it is signed C.S. Charles Schultz. Not Charles, who plays not, Barkley. Not, and not then, Charles Barkley. And not Charles Barkley. And not, and not Charles Manson. <laughs> and not Charles Manson. <laughs> but what does I it say? It Remind me what it says. Well, we can How read, does he wrap it up? We can, yeah. read, the, we can read the scene. It's okay. It's short. Okay, do that scene, and then we'll say bye. Okay. Uh, it's read by all of the characters, so we can just... Oh, shoot. Oh, 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 okay. Right. I'll do this so I can lean over here. Let's just switch as we go, I guess. All right. Well, it, start, it starts as all. Dear can CB? We, dear CB. Do you sir, be, uh, dear oh, CB. Oh, like we all say it. <laughs> oh, no. Can we do, like, a countdown? Five, so that we get a, four, four, three, two... two. One, dear CB. How unexpected to get a letter from you after all these years. I thought you had forgotten about me. It sounds like you're going through a pretty rough time and having to deal with situations that you feel like you can't handle. But if anyone is equipped to deal with these things, it's you. I promise that things get better. Hang Hang in in there. there. Be strong. I'm so sorry for your loss. I was talking to a girl the other day who told me of an incident that happened at her high school. There There was was a boy. Bullied. Tormented. tormented. To the point of opening fire on their cafeteria. He was quiet and awkward. No one ever spoke to him unless it was to insult him. He took the lives of many people. The girl told me that no one ever extended a hand in friendship to this poor child. She She hadn't. hadn't. She said how she wished she hadn't turned a blind eye to what he was going through. She thinks to herself how differently things could have been through just one connection, no matter how great or small. She lives where I live now, a place where there is no violence. Everyone treats others with kindness, love, and respect. If you can imagine such a place, I challenge you to do so. Think on it. As for the questions that you're asking yourself and others... Don't concern yourself with death. Immerse yourself in life. Enjoy every moment that you're allowed to, but keep asking questions. My dear friend, don't ever stop asking questions. Also, bear no malice for the ones who leave you. The only regret they feel now is the regret of not being able to tell you how they really feel. They wish that they could say goodbye to the ones they left behind. But sometimes that's not possible. Even in perfect happiness. Even in nirvana. 
They They will will always always have this regret. A boy recently came to live down the street from me. He had a tough life, but things are better for him now. He plays the piano like your friend. I often hear his music wafting from an open window where a small yellow bird sits. Sometimes I cry when I hear it, but mostly I smile. He found a dog who likes to sing along. He takes good care of the dog. When we talk, he tells me of a person he knew from where he used to live, someone very special who means more than anything to him, a person that reminds me of you. I apologize for not being there for you before, and I'm not sure that I'll be able to write you again. Just know that there's someone out there thinking about you, someone who has a vested interest in your success. How I wish I had had the opportunity to meet you. Maintain in your heart all that makes you who you are. You are a good man. Your pen pal, C.S. Oh, man. the show before I oh, think. No. I think we played it on the show. Was it on, on the, the show was that we were, we were supposed, we were to, do supposed to do that, but it canceled. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I had all this music ready and we just came and did a random show about nothing. That Remember episode. that one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is, it is was it, fun too. Is it really weird for you guys like when it's Christmas time and they start playing like sad Charlie Brown music while you're out like shopping for <laughs> yeah. stuff? It's my favorite. Yeah, it's like, my favorite. It's like, Sleigh bells jingling, do, 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 do. sad song, sad <laughs> song, sad song. You're like, I've got $120 worth of gifts for my family, and they're not here. And I'm in a long line. And oh my god! It used to be that you like wouldn't know if you would survive through the winter, and so yeah. that's why that time of year is all about like being extra generous and giving and appreciating what you have. That's true. And also being a little sad (laughs) and being a little afraid. So that's why Christmas music sometimes... I'm gonna give you all the things in case we all die. That's what that song's really oh, about. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. The original song. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. So I think uh, that was fantastic. Thanks for being my inaugural script cast. Yeah, that was Johnny, fantastic. I'm really glad we did that. I yeah, love it. We've There's a million opportunities. I want to do more so things. So many plays. So many things. So many plays. Um, so many plays. So many plays. <laughs> so many plays. <laughs> so many plays. <laughs> Okay, enough. Um, okay, so this has been our 20-something episode of Reads and Weeds. And uh, thank you very much, Robin. Thank, thank you very you. much, Matt. Thank you very much, Nathan. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> thank you, Lord and Savior. I'm sorry, I just didn't feel done. <laughs> I felt like I needed to continue my gratitude. Um, anyway, yeah. I'm really glad you guys are here. This is really fun for me. So uh, we'll be back. Actually, I'm doing a show on Wednesday for Kyle Cease 
the illusion of money, which is really, if you want to cram it in in the next couple of days, it's super great. Like, um, your philosophy on abundance and how that attracts or repels abundance. It's, it's amazing. And it's written by a really funny person. So that's next. And so of course, come back anytime, suggest plays for us to do. Yeah. Will ya? We got plays. Yeah. Okay. Plays for days. We got plays. We got plays. We got plays. What is the song we should go out on? Oh, uh, Mr. DJ. Oh. When it's time to party, we will party on. We already did again. that one. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. We no. could do it again. What was the. Let's we can do that one, one again. The, What's left the, on the playlist? The one. What's the left? One at, the one at the end? Smells like Teen Spirit? Just do Smells Like Teen Spirit. Smells Like Teen Spirit. Let's make up for what I missed out on. Nirvana. With the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we, Here are, we are now. now. Entertain us. us. I feel stupid <laughs> and, and contagious. contagious. Here we Here are, are now. now. Entertain, entertain us. us. It's a bossy song. <laughs> it's a bossy song. <laughs> yeah. It'll be just as good as Light My Fire was. Absolutely. <laughs> Light My Fire was so it was good. Really good. Come for chicken.